Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to Standing on the North Bank, the Swansea City podcast from Wales Online. Hello and welcome to our latest episode of Standing on the North Bank, a Swansea City podcast from Wales Online. I'm Ian Mitchellmore and I'll be hosting today in the absence of usual uh, host Matt Davis. I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Tom Coleman. Tom, good afternoon to you. All right, mate. You okay? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Good to be back at it and we uh, apologise for the the lack of uh, podcasts of late with people being time off Christmas. Mm -hmm. Into the new year, first one of 2020 and let's get stuck in straight away into uh, what was uh, a feisty South Wales Derby you were there sat alongside me Tom in the press box at Cardiff City Stadium it was a game that lacked a fair bit of quality I think it's fair to say a nil-nil there was moments of excitement both teams had chances but ultimately would you say it was a fair result yeah I think so I think both both teams as you say had chances to win it Um, they both kind of really lacked that cutting edge in the final third despite of course Rian Brewster making his debut um which I guess you know must be seen as a, as a positive for Steve Cooper. I mean, it was a reasonably bright performance, albeit he probably um, probably struggled against Sean Morrison really um, all afternoon. But um, yeah, I think I think a draw was a fair result. Probably wasn't one for the neutral, if I'm honest. But I think you know, as a as an interested spectator myself, I I, I really really enjoyed it. I thought you know the Swans fans were excellent. Um, we won't go into um, the business of uh, Ollie McBurney and Joe Roden being there. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was a great atmosphere, and you know, I think as a neutral, you always you can always enjoy these games for what they are a little bit more than if you're a fan, because obviously, you know, the nerves involved, and you could feel the tension as well, especially with Cardiff fans. But yeah, I, I, I thought it was a great occasion. But as I said, you know, draw probably a fair result. Yeah, I, I do agree. I think that there was a lack of quality in the final third from both teams. Um, Swansea suffered in that department a lot. I think they did get moments where on the transition. They looked decent and could have had more chances to, to to get a goal or two but it never materialised and I must admit I thought in the end it was a, a result that probably suited Cardiff in a way more but it's still a point and a clean sheet away from home for Swansea so um, and you know a lot's been said about the certain people in the away end I personally I thought it was fantastic you know seeing former players in the away end and you know current players as well Courtney Baker Richardson being another one as well as Joe Roden but a lot's been said so um a lot that I don't agree with personally, but let's <laughs> uh, let's not waste too much time on that. No, um, no. You mentioned Rian Brewster there. He was the first of three arrivals this month. Mark sure. Key from Chelsea, following in the footsteps of him, former England uh, youth international who won the World Cup under Steve Cooper in 2017, and of course Conor Gallagher, another one. He's um, he's well and truly putting the band back together, isn't he, Steve Cooper? Yeah, <laughs> well, he is. He is. Yeah, and I think. Um, I think we all knew he had these kind of connections when he arrived and I think that was probably one of the attractions I guess of him coming here but I mean 
it seems that Swansea is, I don't know if it, if it is that Cooper influence, but there certainly seems to be um, a level of attraction for, for, for some of the bigger teams in the Premier League in terms of sending their youngsters away and getting developed. I think um, you know, Chelsea seem particularly impressed by the setup at the moment, and I think that's evidenced by as you say Mark Gee and, um, and Conor Gallagher uh, turning up um, it, the latter one probably a bit of a whirlwind I mean he was recalled one minute and then 24 hours later he seems to be a Swansea player um, so Charlton obviously not happy about that but I mean Charlton's loss is hopefully Swansea City's gain but um, you just kind of hope that with those connections that Cooper's got with them that that's going to kind of help to reduce the settling in time because we've got to remember they are they are all young lads and um, you know they've still got a bit of developing to do but as Cooper himself has said they are still here to do a job and I think what's very encouraging is that they've all talked about either the playoffs or going up or promotions or whatever so which is interesting given you know that Cooper's been very keen to kind of keep those expectations in check all season really so you know it kind of gives you an insight I guess into how the players are feeling in the dressing room perhaps there is now a feeling that um that, that perhaps that the, the top six is an achievable goal this season yeah it's funny some of the points you mentioned there I, I wrote about them this morning it's a Friday before the Wigan game at the time of recording um, all three mentioning promotion and playoffs mm. Steve Cooper obviously was asked a lot at the start of the season especially after August when Swansea were um, close to flawless in terms of results I think the only drop points was that, that game away at Derby um, top of the table and, and the same again after the win against Charlton at the Valley in October I think it was um, and he always refused to answer he played it down we focus mm. on the next game the usual lines yeah. which you know it is important but the, these three young players have all come in and said the same thing yeah. which yeah. it's it's bold but it's um, it's quite refreshing as well isn't it Tom yeah I guess I mean I, I, I don't know about you but certainly when I asked Cooper about the possibility of you know challenging for top six it got to the point where he almost got a little bit annoyed by it <laughs> but you know such is his keenness to kind of keep those expectations in check as I said but you can kind of understand where Cooper's coming from because I think you know I mean it, as I said it's a young squad isn't it it's a very young squad and um, you know they came in for a lot of praise and rightly so but form since I think it's fair to say has been quite patchy they've not they've not really strung a, a run together like that since really and that's going to be the key challenge if they are going to be serious top six contenders uh, I mean the door's open there for them because despite the patchy form you know they still find themselves seventh still find themselves in you know in the frame for for as I said, you know, a top six finish. So uh, if they can string the right run of results together, there's no reason why they can't can't go on and do it for me. No, I, I must admit, I completely agree. I mean, I funnily enough, I put a poll on Twitter the other day prior to the Conor Gallagher arrival, before the, the news had even brought, he was still at Charlton at the time. And it just shows how quickly this happened. Um, asking I, The poll I put was asking fans whether they thought Swansea could gain promotion this season and the final result I think it was 51-49 in favour of yes that Gallagher acquisition might have convinced a few others as well you know having seen Brewster in the derby now Mark Gee there Joe Roden back in training now he was in training on Thursday Jordan Garrick's very close obviously the blow with Mike van der Horn um, he looks set mm. to be out for three to four weeks but you know as, as you mentioned there they, they've been 
grinding out results um, at the time of recording I had four clean sheets in the last five mm. league games three in a row after the game at Cardiff they've only lost one of the last seven in the league and that was at Brentford who have gone up to third after a, a brilliant run of form and yet they're still only four points ahead of Swansea yeah. so it's, it really is wide open isn't it yeah. I, th- I think I mean the interesting thing for me is is going to be what kind of roles these three new lads play as well because everyone's kind of talked about you know the loan rules and only being able to have five in your match day squads I mean you know does that mean one of them's going to come in and sort of plug gaps when he's needed or you know is the likes of Kalulu or someone like that perhaps going to get less of a look in you know those are sort of questions that I'm sure Cooper himself will be asking and I'm, I mean Liverpool and Chelsea won't have sent sent their kids out on loan to a club that's not going to play them so clearly they've had some kind of assurances there so I think balancing that and sort of finding the right roles for all of them is 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 perhaps going to be a bit of a challenge for Cooper but there's there's no question for me that that squad now is a, a, a fair fair bit stronger than it was when it started the January window yeah I must admit I agree obviously the the, the month started the, the very first day of the month the new year of the news that Bournemouth had recalled Sam Surridge which I personally feel was a blow because he was uh, improving week on week I thought he had a bit of a, a slow start not entirely his fault because obviously he wasn't getting too much game time with Borja starting the season like a house on fire um, but he was improving I thought every game he played he was having a more prominent role great work rate and um, yeah he was, he was scoring goals as well so that was a bit of a blow to lose him but it is refreshing to see that they have identified a man in Brewster someone they've tracked for quite a, a number of months now um, and brought him in quickly to replace that um, that loss and as we saw you know he was thrown straight in at the deep end against Cardiff on Sunday so um, as you mentioned the, the potential stipulations from Liverpool and Chelsea there's been no confirmation of those and, and Steve Cooper said players that do feature four swans in between now and the end of the season have to they'll be playing on merit not from um, any guarantees mm. from, from their parent clubs which you know I understand but at the same time we all know that they're not going to be sending players to Swansea if they know they're not going to play so um, Conor Gallagher being a prime example he was playing week in week out at Charlton um, but obviously their form's nosedived with I must be say it's one of the worst injury lists I've ever seen you know one win in 15 for them it's it's been brutal and obviously losing Gallagher is a major blow but as you say hopefully it's going to be Swansea's gain so um, bit of neck on the line time do you, do you actually fancy a, a strong promotion push for Swansea can they make that top six though? Um, I think they probably can whether they'll actually go up though I think is another question um, because you know when you look at that top six I mean you've got the top two and I think they're sort of pulling away now but no one seems to be really grabbing a playoff spot by the scruff of the neck at the moment. So, I mean, like I said earlier, there's there's definite room for Swansea to to string a run together and 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 establish themselves in there. Um, I think obviously the bit when you look at the weaknesses in comparison to some of the other teams in there, the big one is obviously experience. Um, and especially when you get to the playoffs playoffs is obviously a very high pressured situation uh, very un- unpredictable um, kind of like a derby I guess but um, it's uh, it- it's all a question of whether a team can keep their heads and you know that's that's going to be I guess a new experience for quite a lot of these kids I mean I know I know the three that have come in yeah they've you know they've won 
under 17s World Cups and things like that but you know this is a different kettle of fish especially in the championship which as we all know is such a gruelling league but yeah I think you know they've definitely got all the tools there um, it's just a question of, of whether they can really take advantage of it um, I, I still think for me as I said they're, they're still lacking a little bit of experience to really make me more confident that, that they will go up but I don't see any reason why a top six finish isn't achievable and having a quick look at the odds from the pools.com uh, Swansea are 9-1 to one to be promoted it's not bad though would you have a flutter um if, if I was a better man, I thought I'd definitely have a flatter on that. I mean, nine to one, I think is, um, I think that's underestimating Swansea, to be honest, because they are capable of grinding out results, and on the day they are capable of, of playing some good football. I mean, I, I watched that game against Charlton, and I thought the first half was one of the best first halves they've, they've produced all season. Second half, they lost that intensity, and I think perhaps took the foot off the gas a little bit um, and you know as I said the intensity in midfield just wasn't there anymore so I mean we, we kind of saw the best and worst of them in one game really and um, you know I, I, there was definitely things to build on from that Derby Derby performance um, but yeah I think as I said you know I think the tools are there it's just a question now of whether they can sort of keep their heads and put a run together yeah absolutely and it goes without saying please gamble responsibly if you are going to be having a flutter um, looking at the two remaining games of January uh, home game at the Liberty Stadium against Wigan Athletic first up on Saturday interesting one last time out a great away win for Swansea winning 2-1 up at the DW yeah um, Sam Surridge netting in the third minute of injury time about 20 minutes after coming off the bench who was set up from Connor Roberts who also came off the bench it was a great uh, couple of substitutions from Steve Cooper that day it wasn't a great performance aside from the first 15-20 minutes where Nathan Dyer put Swansea ahead a certain Mr Kiefer Moore equalising from the penalty spot for Wales he's back in contention for this game he's been on the sidelines for well over a month now um, um, linked with a certain team up the road recently as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing him in action and, and hopefully having a quiet game. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, um, I think the main thing that will come as a comfort to Swansea fans is that uh, he, he seems to have his best games for Wales and not Wigan. Um, his, his record in the championship, I don't want to do down the lad, but it's, it's not it's not exactly a scary one. I mean, obviously, found the net last time they played and... Um, Albeit from the penalty spot, as albeit well. from yeah. the albeit from the penalty spot, but I mean it's he can't be underestimated, and I think you know he does bring with him that sort of aerial presence um, that everyone so dearly loves when when he's playing for Wales. So, and I, I mean one of the things you, you could probably say about the derby is that it did kind of show off that there, there is a weakness there when they're playing teams to get with a bit of height to them, especially from the set piece. Um, although to be fair, I thought the likes of Cabango. And um, I thought and Wilmot handled things pretty well on the day, but um, you just feel like you, I mean you look at that back four. There isn't a lot of sort of heightened strength there for me. So if Kiefer Moore gets in and amongst it, he does have the potential to cause problems. But um, having said that, I I really do quite fancy Swansea for this one. I think you know there, there seems to be a really good mood around the club at the moment, and I think those three signings have really really helped. I think coming through with a credible performance in the derby has added to that. And um, 
you know, it's just a question now of, get, of, of, of as I said, putting a run together, especially at home, because they've got to start putting results t- together at home. And, you know, if they can solve the home form, um, that's going to be a massive, massive boost to their top six yeah, aspirations. It, it really will. And so it's something that Steve Cooper mentions most weeks when he speaks to the media. So um, that's a key thing that they are hoping to address. And, you know, you, you touched upon it there. The You look at the key chances Cardiff had on, on the, in the South Wales derby on Sunday. They were all aerial mm. threats weren't they you know, they were headers at goal Woodman dealt with most of them they were quite comfortable aside from that Callum Patterson one about 10 minutes from time was it where he hit the bar but um, you know obviously losing Van der Horn is a, a real blow but it's you know having Mark Gino available he can play across the back for Joe Roden hopefully available for Stoke if not the Preston game on the 1st of February um, and then as you say Ben Wilmot and Ben Cavango there are options even with losing someone as experienced as Van der Horn so um, interesting to see the, how those go and then of course that Stoke game we mentioned away from home Swansea have a poor record there Preston to follow that yeah. away from home and, and they've as while they've had a bit of a blip um, they've still had a great season there in the mix for the playoffs and now with a, a certain Scott Sinclair in the ranks as well yeah I, I mean I remember when that signing was announced and I remember thinking at the time it was a very good signing um, Preston themselves seem quite serious about challenging for for at least the playoffs this year um, yeah look I mean they're, they're two very tough games and as you say Swansea have an absolutely rotten record um, up at Stoke and even given Stoke's difficulties this season you know, it's it's still a difficult place to go. Um, but yeah, we, we only need reminding of the, the reverse fixture. <laughs> Stoke getting their first win of the season against Swansea. So, well, yeah, I, I mean, the, I suppose the comforting thing is on on the road, Swansea on the whole haven't looked too bad. Um, as I said, it's it's the home form that really needs addressing. But um, yeah, I mean, as you say, two tough games. I, I can't see um, can't see Cooper underestimating or or sort of leaving any stone unturned in his preparations for this but um, yeah it'll be very very interesting to see how, how he uh, how he sets up for those two games as opposed to this one I think from a fan's point of view you kind of want to see them go go for it a bit more on, on Saturday um, whereas you know, I think they'll be a bit more conservative when they go up to Stoke and, um, and Preston as you say so yeah I think there'll be there could well be two different changes of approach whether Cooper feels like he has the personnel to do those two different changes I mean we'll see it's a lot of ifs and buts but um, yeah I'm a bit less confident about those two away games if I'm honest than, than I am the home one because I, you know, for me I think it is it's got to be earmarked as a potential three points yeah and I suppose until we watch the game against Wigan how they set up how they perform it's probably a bit difficult to gauge how things might be looking we're, we're, going up we're, we're, we're going to know Mugs by the way I mean I completely uh, agree I mean, a decent team yeah I mean they, they played very very well on the opening day against Cardiff I mean that, that, that's admittedly the only time I've, I've really watched them this season but I was quite impressed mm. likes of Windass you know have got the ability to harm defences um, and you know it's not, so there's not just going to be that aerial presence there's also going to be a bit of pace in that final third as well that Swansea are going to have to deal with but um, yeah I mean it, it looks now like there's 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 a few options for Cooper. Um, obviously, Van der Horn, as we say, is a massive loss. But um, it'll be interesting to see what what blend he goes for at the back. And with all that in mind, give us your score prediction for Swansea's home game against Wigan. <laughs> um, I'll go two one, two one Swans. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I'm quite confident of a Swansea win. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the new players. I fancy Brewster to start again. I think Conor Gallagher will come straight in. Could be some changes elsewhere as well, but no, I, I do feel confident. So, um, yeah, 
like to see Wigan scoring as well so yeah I'd probably have to go with you on that and say 2-1 as well mm, mm. I don't know it's always dangerous confidence but we'll see we'll I know see. <laughs> let's hope we're not talking again next week about a, about a defeat but there we go well there we are just a roundup of the latest Swansea transfer news of course we mentioned Sam Surridge going back to Bournemouth uh, his loan was recalled on January the 1st Christopher Noldfelt the goalkeeper uh, he's headed to Turkey as well that was a permanent transfer so that means Erwin Mulder is now second choice goalkeeper at Swansea behind Freddie Woodman um, Liam Cullen under 21 star he's got a hat-trick for the under 23s um, earlier this week against Middlesbrough and it's uh, emerged that he's set to be given a new contract his existing deal was due to expire in the summer so he looks to be someone who could uh, have more of an impact in the first team in the near future so um, yeah that's your latest transfer news as always you can follow all the latest on Swansea City uh, website and on Wales Online Tom thank you for joining us no worries uh, thanks to all of you for listening as always and for downloading join us again next time for more Swansea City chat goodbye goodbye